Welcome to Wild Balance Life. This is part two of our friendship episode. So if you haven't heard part one, just head on back to that one if you um, if you can to listen to that one first. Gracie shares an experience that she had at camp with one of her best friends and it didn't go so well. And so this is part two, just so that we could keep it um, at the 20-minute kind of mark. We try to keep our podcast short enough because we understand that your time is precious and um, you don't always have time to sit and listen for an hour. Yeah, so if you can, go back to part one if you haven't listened yet, and this is part two on friendships. So one of the things at camp, um, as mentioned in part one, Gracie really struggled with a friendship um, that was a long-term friendship, actually, and it was just kind of right off after a few days of camp so one of the things though that um, happened was once the counselors knew and you also went to the infirmary (laughs) and you told the nurse what was happening the more people you told the more sympathy you got from them right Mm -hmm. like you got a hug that was how long 35 minutes unbelievable (laughs) like not even maybe would that happen I really needed it though I was so sad come on yeah you were sad each day you got sadder and sadder and sadder because which isn't really a word sadder um you got more sad because you were getting more attention Mm-hmm. And so what do we do at home typically? Uh, we talk about the situation and then we don't let it drag on for too long. Right. Like my mom sh- usually shuts it down. <laughs> I right. hate it, but it's for the best. And yeah. then I get over it. Yeah. So we talk mm-hmm. to you. We listen to you. We validate your feelings. Like we're understanding about your feelings. We give you a hug, a quick hug, not a 35-minute one, but a quick hug. And then we're like, okay, take it. And I'm gesturing to my head here because we act like we're taking something from our brain and we throw it away. And that's basically your anxious thoughts. We'll tell you, take it and throw it away. Right? Yeah. Um, and we do that with emotions too. And it's not that we don't want you feeling your emotions. We encourage that, right? There's no shame in crying. There's no shame in being angry. Whatever you feel is okay to feel. But for you, if we were to give you so much sympathy, like, oh, you poor thing, that's awful, we feel so sorry for you, you end up feeling worse and worse and worse. And that's when I say it spiraled out of control. Part of that is, do you remember when we were writing, like, when she goes to camp, we have to fill out a pretty... This whole thing is so annoying. But it's good. It's there for a reason. I like it when dad does it because he doesn't (laughs) care. He's like, just okay, right? I'm like, thank you. (laughs) I know, but it's there for a reason. And it's basically this long form that you answer questions. (laughs) And guess what? They didn't even read it this year. Well... They told me. And I was like, yes. But, (laughs) But I didn't be as detailed as I normally am. So they will ask you on that form if there's any triggers, what your child struggles with, and the one that we always write about is friendships because you and and your space. People yeah. people being or not your space but your items, right? You really, really have a hard time if somebody were to touch your things or if somebody didn't like you. <laughs> So I would be very detailed in how we handle that, and I wasn't. I didn't, this year I thought, oh, she's been there so many years, they know her well. I didn't put a lot of detail in. 
unfortunately, I didn't think about the fact that they're new counselors every year, so they don't know you well. Donna that runs the camp knows you well, but she's not there all the time, right? Yeah, she's in her cottage. Yeah. So that was my mistake. I wasn't able to really let them know how they could have handled it. Um, And they were very compassionate people, as counselors should be, right? They were very understanding and, and gave you the hug that you needed, even though it was longer than what, you know... You, you you could handle, but anyway, so that's how things kind of spiraled. You The more attention you got and sympathy you got, the more sad you became. Now, I say that, but the whole two weeks wasn't a sad time. You had a lot of fun in between. I think the friendship with um, your best friend there was on your mind all the time, so mm-hmm. it definitely had a dark cloud over your camp experience this year, but you did have some fun times in there um but one of the things that you had mentioned was your friend ended up becoming friends with somebody else in another cabin yes and was saying things and doing things with this other person that she normally would do with you so do you know what that feeling Um, do you know what brought what kind of feeling that brought up that brought me a lot of frustration and betrayed replacing me like, replacing yeah. me with a new best friend. Oh, she's mad at me, so I'm going to make a best friend and throw it in her face. That's kind of how it That's felt. That's how you felt. Yes. Um, and again, what I had said in part one was this is Gracie's side of things, her perspective and her how she views the experience. And your friend has a different one, right? Yes. I think, long story short... For whatever reason, she needed space. You weren't sure why she yeah, needed that I space wasn't... because she, you don't see her very often, and it was really out of the norm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so really hard for you to understand, which mm-hmm. I totally get. And I'm glad that you respected her space, for sure. I did. That was... If I didn't, then I wouldn't be out in the woods getting bitten alive and crying. <laughs> But you also had options, too. Like, your camp counselors, they offered to put you in another cabin. You chose because to say no. Because I didn't no. want to start a big thing of drama. But there already, no, there already was a big thing of drama. And you, once you're in drama, you just soak it all up. And we always call you our, our drama queen. Right? Yeah. You love drama. <laughs> For whatever reason. And I think, like, since you were a little girl, like a baby, you loved seeing other people cry. Right? You love, we've done another episode where we talk about Super Nanny. You love watching Super Nanny and the kids getting in trouble. It's just, I don't know, it's always been very intriguing to you. And that's okay too. Mm -hmm. But when you were younger, what did that look like? Like this scenario reminds me a lot of when you were younger. So did you find making friends hard or keeping friends hard? Keeping friends hard. Keeping friends So I agree. Really hard. Yeah, I agree. You were really good at making friends because you're very outgoing and and a lot of fun. And then it was the keeping friends. And a part of that, I think, is because of um, following the rules. Like, you were very black or white thinking. So if you weren't supposed to do something and you knew it was wrong, if your friends were doing that, you would tell on them, right? When you were younger, it was the tattletaling that they would say, right? You would tell on them even for the smallest things. So that that makes it hard to keep friends. So now, as you've gotten older, you've had years and years of being taught about friendships in school and at home. 
in the social groups that we signed you up for. So it's taken a long time, but I think you've really gotten to a place where you can make friends and keep friends. And I've said in the past before that it really wasn't until you embraced who you are as a whole person and until you embraced your autism diagnosis and we're happy to befriend other people that have mm-hmm. autism too, right? That's when your friendships and even you really started to flourish. Yeah. You started building your confidence back because in elementary school, I remember grade seven and eight, you having zero confidence whatsoever. It was very heartbreaking to see mm-hmm. because you were not confident in yourself at all. And you didn't think that people liked you at all. Um, So those were really tough times, but you've come a long, long way. And I think that's hopeful for other families to hear about too, because I know you're not the only one struggling with friendships, right? Yeah. So one of the things that's happened since you've become friends with everybody in the special ed department is you guys get together often, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And and I can just see the change in your um, demeanor right now, like your whole body language. You've got a smile on your face, and there's excitement there when I talk about that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your friendships now. Um, My friendships are better than they were in high school. was okay, but now it's been better because me and Cameron are dating, and before we started dating, we uh, think it was after prom in grade 10, we started to hang out a bit more. <clears throat> and then when COVID hit, we called all the time, we FaceTimed all the time. So that's kind of what built the, the relationship to begin, which I'm so grateful for. Because if a pandemic wasn't a thing, then I don't know if I would be in a relationship today. Like, who knows? But... Um, I think you probably would have because you guys still get together now yeah, in person, right? Yeah, it's just more in person. Yeah, so we get together now um, in person a lot. So each Tuesday, Joanne does like this uh, group thing where it's a different theme each week. She has a pool so we can go swimming, uh, socialize with friends, and have like this nice lunch that she makes for everyone. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm excited because she's letting my also my best friend, Ava, come and... And it's a lot of fun, and like everybody from the special ed department goes there each week too. Well, not not everybody. Not she can't. Sorry, not, she can't have everyone. Sorry, like, it's a big, just say like a few. It's a big yeah. group. I would say the older kids. Yeah. Right. Some of them like that have graduated because a part of that is there's not very many day programs for kids who are out of school. So once they leave school where do they go, right? Um, Some might get a job if they're able to, but if they're not, there's really not much out there for our older kids. So, um, you know, you guys are now 20 and up, I would say. There's a couple kids just, you know, a year or two younger, but um, it's been really nice for you guys to still have that social connection that you had at school. So the kids that have graduated, um, you know, you still get to see each other, which is great because before you only saw each other at school or when Joanne would have, Joanne is Cameron's mom, by the way, Gracie's boyfriend's mom, and she's incredible. Um, But I think that also reminds me too of the importance of social groups. So when you were younger, um, we would go to Autism Ontario groups, um, we would sign you up for some like music therapy where it was with a group of kids. Um, and then when we couldn't find something, 
I ended up starting a group, a social group, where we got funding. Like I went to Autism Ontario and Mikey's Place in Midland and asked them for some funding to help pay for some things because some families, it's a struggle. So we would go swimming. We would go uh, to the Elmville Zoo. We, we planned different outings. And then I ended up having another mom help me with that too. She took care of the financial part and would help me plan. And that was a really nice thing too to get a lot of the families in the community together. Um, so I do highly recommend that to anyone if you're struggling to find somewhere for your child to go. It might be worth looking into just putting it out there to people saying, hey, we're, we're going to do a bowling. If you'd like to come, let me know so we know how many people. And then families just show up. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And also, too, um, what I was saying earlier about um, Sebastian's sister, she's the same age as Emma, and... um, Your sister, Emma? uh, Yeah, sorry, (laughs) she's my sister, Emma, and she's Sebastian's sister, so basically, um, me me and Isabel, his sister, before we started hanging out, like, we would, like, Snapchat each other of, like getting together, but we just never really got to because we'd just been so busy with life, and then... Sebastian and me started going for walks, and then we started to build. I've been building my friendship with Sebastian, so me and him are really good friends now. And Sebastian's like probably one of the positive kids in the whole wide world. Oh, he's amazing. I know, like I love him. <laughs> he likes his goosebumps, and he knows how much I love Bluey. So he got me Bluey cups for my birthday, which I'm in love with. Thank you again, Sebastian. <laughs> And then, yeah, um, so I was Snapchatting Isabel one day asking if we could hang out. And she's like, yeah, sure. So we've been starting to build that friendship a little bit. And also um, she has a boyfriend named Josh that she doesn't really get to see because he lives a little bit ways away. So I I understand that feeling because my sister's the exact same way. Um, And she lets me hang out with him and him and her and that's really amazing of her like so thoughtful of her like she let me come to her house to try and figure out a plan so we talked on the on their porch of their house the other night and then we went to the concert and then they even took me to the movies which was so amazing like so so nice of her you know so the more people that you mm -hmm. become friends with yeah they know other people or they have siblings Mm -hmm. that you then become friends with yeah but then this also touches on something that we've always struggled with With inviting myself or you you would invite yourself to places either directly or indirectly do you know what I mean by indirectly indirectly means like right away or just like asking in a way like uh kind of like in a sneaky way and then yeah (laughs) that's indirectly directly means you just come straight out and say hey can I hang out with you that's what I mean yeah and then indirectly is what you said and you can be so sneaky about it it's hilarious and it's quite the talent I have to say thank you (laughs) but we've been working on that for years and years and years so yeah if somebody ends up um You know, when Gracie comes up and says, hey, so-and-so wants to hang out with me, especially if they don't have special needs, right away, I, like, I don't know, I I question it. You sense it, like, you can see that. I question it, and that's not to say that you can't be friends with somebody that doesn't have special needs at all. Or different personalities, or can drive, or... It doesn't mean that somebody that doesn't have special (laughs) needs can't love you like we do, like, you know, but I... Or older than you older than you like older like Emma's age like that I've never really hung out with before oh yeah no I don't know how I would 
oh, do you mean because Isabel's older? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. if I know them, then that's yeah. okay. That's okay. But I do, like, special needs or not, I question when you come running and say, hey, so-and-so invited me somewhere because my first thought is you asked them to do something, right? Or you asked them to go somewhere. So we're still working on it. Yeah. And, uh, and everyone's been really good. So yeah, I think... I think and it's it, just and, and, and Isabel's been I and I asked Isabel like am I asking too much and she's honest and yeah but sometimes people will think oh I don't want to hurt your feelings so I'm mm-hmm. gonna just say oh no it's fine um, but one thing that I think people should know is with you and a lot of people with autism just be direct right like mm-hmm. you say and do things exactly what people other people neurotypical and like people, I show my mom the conversations I don't be like oh she she said yes being honest with you no like, I know but just a minute sorry what I'm, I'm saying interested. is being direct with you you never feel bad about it uh, like I know because I know I'm in the wrong because I'm uh, asking to go over yeah, maybe, but you you say and do things that most of us just think about doing or we're too embarrassed to do because we don't want to hurt someone else's feelings. But when I see you with your group of friends, especially from the special ed department, you guys say and do things to each other that most of us might not want to do because we wouldn't want to hurt the other person's feelings, but you guys just get it and you understand. So yeah. if you're like, yeah, no, I don't want to hang out with you today, for somebody else, they might think that would hurt your feelings, but for you guys, you're just like, okay, that's cool, we'll hang out another time, right? Okay. Like, there's just no, I don't know. It's yeah. a wonderful thing to see that you guys just totally understand and respect each other's yeah. wishes. I wish people were like that, not just like, oh, yeah. I don't want to, so I'm going to be like, sure, I guess. I yeah, know. so you want people <laughs> to be honest and direct yes. with you, right? Yes. Okay. That's good. It's good for people to know. Yes. Awesome. So I think we'll end there for today. Yeah. And I, but I, I think, you know, the topic of friendships is probably one that we can keep talking about too for a while. I think I'm going to have to go back. I've said this before too. Go back and listen to our episodes to see what I've said. Oh, we can do an episode on this because that's important. But I think maybe we can talk about friendships a little bit. Yeah. And I might do one um, separately too, just to give a parent's perspective and, um, yeah, and help them out because it's hard for parents too, like to see you sad, to see you trying to make friends and how difficult that was to keep them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty heartbreaking for a parent to see. Yeah. Um, I know it's heartbreaking for you to feel and it's it's hard for parents to, to watch and not be able to fix it for you, you know? When yeah. your heart breaks, our heart breaks. So. I wish you could fix the friendship that I just lost. I really wish you could. Yeah, and you know what? It doesn't mean that it's the end. We'll wait and see. Maybe time will change things. But she has not texted me since I've gotten home. Yeah, but I she think did, but it was just like something. I think we she, thought maybe it was to be sent to someone else, or it was like let's start a conversation. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. Yeah, and you don't want to just start off like nothing happened. happened. Yeah, that's what Dad said. Right, you need to resolve things. Yeah, to to feel better. About and it. it's been a month. Uh, yesterday since I've seen her, yeah. so we ha- we have not communicated through phone or text Mm -hmm. in a month so that's been pretty weird out of my routine what I'm used to yeah change is really hard for you yeah and that was a big change for sure but we won't roll it out yet you never know like I said it might not be the end it might just take some time but 
we also have to remember that we deserve to be respected too, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and she knows probably well. knows that I'm like a little upset. So yeah, she, and I'm she, sure she knows. I'm sure she is too because this would be a big change for her, right? Mm-hmm. You were her best friend for many years yeah. and talked to her every day too, and that's going to be a big change for her. So I think you're both hurting right now, mm-hmm. but um, maybe in different ways, kind of. Maybe, but okay. Well, thank you for listening, and. For the kids that might be listening, and if you have a hard time making friends too, just know that you definitely are not alone. And there is a lot of there are a lot of people that understand how you're feeling, um, and it does get better. Just keep practicing and learning the skills to be friends, and but mostly just be yourself because the people that are going to love you and be friends with you for who you are, those are the special ones. Those are the ones that. The friendships will last a lifetime. If you just be yourself, just be yourself and you'll have the friends that are meant to be yours. Yes. And I just remembered that um, in the part one, I didn't tell everything. I told you guys like maybe 60% of the story, but um, I'll just, can I tell them a little bit about it? Uh, it kind of went out a long oh, time yeah. so. The thing that was, the other thing was I was on a merge of a meltdown, so. Yeah, that yeah. actually was very, that was actually an interesting yeah. description you gave, so maybe we'll talk about that mm-hmm. at another, yeah. in another episode. That's the part of the other story, Because too. that was, was a merge of a meltdown, which I've never had, I can't before, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thanks again. Okay, thank you, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs>